You often see them in homes and offices, but you may not realize they cause thousands of injuries every year. We're talking about glass top tables. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Stephanie Bonney, Assistant Professor of Surgery at the Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School, and she was one of the lead authors of this study. Dr. Bonney, just how common are these injuries from glass tables in American households? The injuries are actually relatively common. We expect or predict that there are about two and a half million injuries per year. Most of these injuries are pretty mild, something like cutting a finger or a small laceration, but about 13 to 14,000 of them we think are severe and require either hospitalization or can even be fatal. And can you describe the injuries? Are they typically to the hands or are they all sorts of things? So it's all sorts of things. Everything from hands, people falling and their face smacks and the glass breaks and cuts their face. But we've even seen people who are standing on a table or who fall into a table or children who fall on the table or jump on it or are dropped onto it and the table shatters and the shards from those injuries can go into the deep organ spaces like the chest or the abdomen and cause serious life-threatening injuries by damaging the major organs. You touched on this a bit, but what is the most common scenario where a glass table breaks and then someone, of course, is injured? I don't know if we know so much about what's exactly happening when this happens to somebody. The data that this paper looked at was specifically the medical complications and the severity of the injury. But we had some narrative information that we were looking through from the National Electronic Injury Surveillance System, which is a data set that's run by the Consumer Product Safety Commission. A lot of them are talking about either somebody falling, somebody standing, falling into the table, tripping and falling. Another common scenario was somebody moving the table, like changing apartments or something, and the table drops as they're trying to move it and creates shards that they then are injured by. Is there any one particular demographic that perhaps is most at risk of injury, children maybe, or older people? Children and young adults. We don't know exactly what the reasoning is behind this, but one of the discussions we had is that the children are pretty obvious, right? Like they're playing, they don't understand the danger. So we saw an age distribution between age two and six, so right at a peak around age four. And then we saw another peak in the early 20s. We're not exactly sure what that may be. It may be alcohol-related, people socializing and things, and again, not knowing what the danger is. And also, you know, when you think about it, young adults tend to move a lot. You know, they're moving all the time from apartments to apartments and in and out of dorm rooms and things like that. And we saw a number of descriptions of the table being dropped during a move. The Consumer Product Safety Commission requires that tempered glass be used for doors, but I think most people would be surprised that the same rules do not apply to tables. So your study recommends changes in legislation and also public health campaigns. Can you outline what you have in mind? 
Sure. We saw a tremendous decrease in injuries back in the 1950s and 60s when we, there started to be regulations on glass in the auto industry. So it used to be that people got into car accidents and had survivable injuries from the accident, but the glass shattered and that was ultimately what their fatal injury was from. So there became pretty strict regulations around the way that glass needs to break if it's going to be used in a car. And there have since been similar regulations related to doors and windows. But the regulations regarding furniture are pretty nonspecific. So there's a few regulations. There's some regulations for warning labels. But in general, the quality of glass that's used in furniture is not required to be as high as it is in, for example, doors, windows, and certainly automobiles. So we think that there should be higher glass quality standards in furniture and that there should also be warning labels attached to this furniture so that people really Really understand that there is a risk. Obviously, having done this research, you're much more aware than the average person, so I have to be nosy here. Do you have any glass tables in your own home? I do, <laughs> but it is put away. It is tucked away right now until my kids are a little bit older. Very interesting. Dr. Stephanie Bonney from Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.